Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is another episode of the high energy, the amazing, the ball and out of control, the entrepreneur now podcast. And I am your host, Heath Armstrong. And I've got a little treat for you today, for all you travel gurus, for all you outdoor freaks that fit the fold, just like me, I've got an adventurepreneur on today who is going to tell us all about how he has created an epic quest from quitting his job, from digging himself a hole of debt, how he's climbing out of it with all sorts of different side businesses, and how he is dominating by sharing his quest with others inside, outside, doing the jive, doing handstands in the wilderness, whatever he may be doing. It is exciting. It is epic. So all the show notes, artsynow.com forward slash 53 in. Here we go. Come on, everybody. Let me hear that beat. Come on, come on, everybody. Let me hear that stickity, stickity, rickety, dickety beat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here we go now. Who wants to get a little bit funky out there? Who wants to get a little creative out there, huh? Yeah. Which one of you wants to get a little bit artsy now? Well, get on with your bad selves. Yeah. If any of you entrepreneurs out there are looking for a little energy kick with some adventure, well, I've got an adventurepreneur on the show today, and he's keeping us informed every step of the way of his epic quest. He's been up and down and all around in the world of entrepreneurship, and he's made the leap to make that cash money from his laptop, that laptop bank, and travel the world. If he can do it, you can do it, and he's showing us how right now. A skidamarinkity-dinkity-dink, a skidamarinkity-doo, a Jason Berwick, you are the entrepreneur now. What is going on, man? Uh, not much. Just uh, enjoying an early morning here and uh, ready to uh, talk some shop. <laughs> I think I just did some yodeling on the end of that for the first time ever. Yeah, you definitely did. It was impressive. Um, there's always a another career out there for you if you need it. <laughs> well, hell, I like the outdoor in the mountains. I'm just not sure if I can stand knocking all my teeth out so I fit in with the crew. <laughs> you, well, you definitely need to grow a beard first. <laughs> I can't do that. I have like no testosterone. Apparently, I can't even grow like the side mustache, like you know that little area that comes in for most people in sixth grade. Yep, <laughs> it's, it's pretty embarrassing, man. You're making me look like a woman. <laughs> Mine's finally started to fill in, and that's why I decided to grow it. Well, fill in that thing's like a massive, manly beast uh, beard you got there. So it's uh, become a trophy, <laughs> as it should. Yep, absolutely. I'm sure it looks amazing with the nice big foam from like a glass of Guinness on it, just spilling it everywhere. I feel like if I had one of those beards, uh, all my shirts would have stains all over them. You know what the actual worst part of having a beard is? Is that food really, seriously, truly does get caught in it. Food, drink, everything, you taste it three hours later. <laughs> I believe it, man. 
Yep. <laughs> well, Jason and I crossed paths about a month ago, probably. And I have done nothing but follow him from this point on. I mean, he's got an amazing, amazing knack on the way to do life. And he is an adventurepreneur. And every time I see pictures and shit, he's out there like mountain biking or, you know, climbing a mountain or something and taking pictures and blogging about it. And, and it's, it's so inspirational for someone like me who wants to be outside and wants to be traveling. And he has been involved in so many different entrepreneurial aspects since he was in, I guess, right out of high school, which we're going to get into all those, but a huge, huge fan of creating systems to, to create that life he loves where he can work from his laptop and get out there and do the boogie and give high fives to the trees and in the oceans <laughs> and stuff like that. So what, what kind of puts this drive in for you, man? Like when you got out of school, I know you took a job and mm-hmm. you had a pretty successful job. Do you want to tell us about that and why you took the transition towards what you're doing now and, and why it's so important that everybody kind of finds their inner champion and does that? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it comes down to, and, and I see a lot of this going on, um, you know, and especially because we can connect with people who, you know, we see doing similar things, but, um, I've always had that adventurous spirit and I've always enjoyed chasing that adventurous spirit. And, uh, <clears throat> I actually didn't get started out of high school. I got started out of college with my entrepreneurial stuff. But, um, when I started this job, I worked long hours. I was up at, you know, six thirty every morning. I was in the office until six thirty every night, uh, banging my head against the desk each and every day. Um, I did it what I feel to be a really high level. I made a lot of money doing it in four years. Um, I built a pretty big book. I was in sales. Um, and I started to make a lot of money and the reality of that, you know, settled in that the money didn't change how I felt waking up every morning. Um, and it never was going to. So I ultimately came to a decision that if I was going to live a happy life, I needed to find something that I was passionate about, something that I loved. Um, and that's kind of where I wound up. I ended up quitting um, and chased, as you said earlier, I mean, probably a dozen or maybe more different ventures since then. Well, what what do you think was the the most interesting of these ventures? I mean, can you give us a, like a brief rundown of some of the things that you got involved with and why and, and what you think really played a role on who you are today the most? Um, yeah, I, I mean, my biggest venture to date has definitely been uh, a web design and marketing company. Um, and I can tell you for a fact that everything that I'm doing right now is a direct result of that. Um, and that's kind of allowed me to, um, to, I I guess, really understand how the web works. You know, one of the biggest things that, you know, I, I, I love to talk about is how traffic flows and money flows on the internet. And, uh, you know, so everything that I'm able to do now, as far as go out and venture in the middle of the day, uh, you know, get, wake up late if I want, or, you know, stop work earlier if I want, you know, I work a lot of hours, but it's because I love what I'm doing. But, um, the main reason I'm able to do that is because I understand, you know, web design, how traffic flows, uh, you know, how to generate a following and connect with people. And all of that was, uh, developed and learned through the web design and marketing company that I ended up starting where I was creating websites and kind of growing other people's followings for them. Um, 
and now I'm able to take that knowledge and really do it for myself. And that's what makes me most excited right now. A hell of a lot better than sitting in a cubicle, right? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing about sitting in a cubicle uh, is fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, so when you left that job, though, like obviously you were making really good money for your age and everybody has this fear that if they leave the job, everything's going to fall apart. What yeah. do you think was going through your head as far as you know, being scared or being nervous about doing it and kind of what, what habits did you put in place to make sure that it wasn't something that was going to bring you down and, you know, and leave you in the bushes face down, pants down somewhere. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, the biggest thing is, is, you know, like a lot of people out there who have done this, I read Tim Ferriss's the four hour work week. And I'm sure you've probably heard that on, you know, talking, you know, on your podcast before, I'm sure a bunch of people have said that, but one of the, you know, most uh, profound things in that book that I read was that what's the absolute worst case scenario. I go beg for my job back. And, you know, the funny thing is, is when I did quit, I did it in such a manner that my boss was like, look, if you ever, you know, I understand your dreams, you got to go chase your goals. You know, uh, you're a great guy. I think you'll make it if you ever need to come back, you know, give me a call, you know, so that made it really easy. But, um, you know, the habits that I put in place, you know, I, I've always, I've always written lists and I don't, I don't necessarily know, you know, sometimes I write too big of a list and I get overwhelmed with it. Um, but I've always, I've always been a list maker when I was at my job, I would get in the morning and, you know, I, I, I had to make sales. So I literally would write down and I had a client book of like 250, 300 people. And I would write down the list of every single person, you know, in my client book that I could potentially call and make money from. And I would just start crossing, crossing their names off the list. I'd pick up a call. Um, and that is translated over, I mean, every morning. Uh, you know, I try and do it at night. People say that it's better to have an idea of what you're getting at. So I try and do it at night. But a lot of the times in the morning, uh, you know, I get up first thing I do is make a laundry list. And I, I get so much satisfaction out of crossing stuff off that list. And it propels me forward. Are you using the old school pen to paper method or are you using something like Wonderlist? Uh, I I wish and I really would love to be able to use the computer and my cell phone to do that, but it just doesn't stick with me. Um, I've got books. I've got I've got four or five moleskins, you know, sitting in my closet. Um, I've got sheets of paper all over the place. I have sheets of paper taped to my wall. Uh, I'm I'm old school with that. I can see it. I can feel it. I can touch it, and that uh, that that makes it easier for me. Yeah, I. I do use Wonderlist to manage like big projects mm-hmm. because it's awesome and it's the most uh, simple. It's it's kind of like just having a paper. You know, you you put something on the list and you just cross it off, and it shows you what's been crossed off. And mm-hmm. it's it's a powerful thing. But yeah, and I think it, Tim in the four hour work week he talks about that literal list that <laughs> you know is is in your pocket every single day on that paper is really so much more effective. Yeah, you know. Um- I, I carry the moleskin around with me um, and I write in it and it's not always lists. It's, you know, it's a lot of goals. There's business ideas in there and everything, but it just, uh, it keeps everything, it keeps everything together. It keeps it with me. I know it's there. So I'm, I'm thinking about it constantly and uh, uh, yeah, old school. That's how I roll. So yeah, when you go away from a job where you're making all this money and you, you take on this amazing feet to try and dominate life, you know, pizza parties all day, mm-hmm. uh, boogieing it down. Obviously, 
you realize really quick that the less money you spend, the less money you have to make to sustain that amazing living that you want. Have you ever done any kind of simplifying with life? Did you go from you know having a bunch of stuff that, that you really didn't need and then analyzing the whole situation and kind of starting to, to simplify? Because it's something that I've been going through recently. It's really been helping me out. There's uh, a, a really, uh, I guess, a big fulfillment in my eyes of being able to fit everything in my truck and drive away. So, uh, you know, so one of the things that I definitely did was I, I, I trimmed all, uh, I wouldn't say all, but I trimmed most of the fat out of my life. You know, we all use a lot of uh, these days technological services that, you know, for all intents and purposes, we don't necessarily need. Um uh, you know, got a lot of possessions that aren't doing anything when you're making a lot of money at a nine to five job. And, uh, you know, you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, you buy stuff. That's how you kind of keep yourself happy. Um, and, um, yeah, I did accumulate a lot of stuff and I got rid of it all. I actually, I, I, I have a, uh, a Jeep right now. Um, so I can fit more stuff. But prior to this, I was driving around in a, a Nissan Altima coupe and I was able to fit my entire life in there. And, uh, I did, I fit my entire life in there and I drove it out to Denver, Colorado in April of this year. That's, that's so, so awesome, dude. Like I, I've got a whole house full of stuff. <laughs> I bought a house and I'm like, well, you got to fill the rooms up. So now I got stuff in every room yep. and I'm, and I've been going around literally f- and, and analyzing you. Like I'll go through the house and get rid of stuff, then go through it again. And eventually, I mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to have to like get rid of the damn house and just pack it into like a a cabin on the lake somewhere, which is something that I really only honestly want. That's all I need. Right. Right, Exactly. It really opens up your eyes to see that uh, the materialistic world, you do buy all these things to make yourself happy. But when you really get down to figuring out what makes you happy, you'll, you'll realize that none of that stuff matters. Yeah. And it's not things. It's not things. Um, You know, you think it's things because I feel like a lot, uh, you know, a lot of, um, the media is trying to tell you that it's things, you know, uh, not to be a conspiracist at all. Um, but the reality is, is that experiences are what set you on fire. Um, and it's not going to be the new iPhone that does that, um, might help out. I can take better selfies with it when I'm in the wild, but, uh, <laughs> but it's not going to make or break me. That's for sure. <laughs> Selfie with a black bear behind you. Yeah, well, that that would be a good one. I bet I would get uh, some engagement on that one. Yeah, I mean, I hope you're not like out there nude mi- mountain biking or something, <laughs> taking selfies that way. No, but that might be a good idea for a uh, a That'd blog or a reality show. Yeah, maybe. yeah totally. <laughs> yeah, we're Lindsay and I were thinking about doing a blog section called Wine and Incline and just climbing mountains and then and then reviewing a bottle of wine at the top. That's a that's really that's a cool idea. You know, the, the funny thing about that is that, um, you know, picking something like that and going after it and building a follow through, through that is so possible these days. I, I like that idea. Yeah. Wine and incline. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. So obviously we'd have clothes on if we did it. I'm not. Well, I'm not judging you or anything, man, but I don't have a beard to cover everything up, you know, so. Uh, let's talk about when you left your job again for a minute and the things that you kind of learned from that, you know, I know you have this ebook on your site. That's it's amazing. The top seven mistakes newbies make when trying to quit their job and build a business. You made the transition and you successfully 
started that process and you're in the thick of it, what what are some of these mistakes that you would give to our listeners to try to avoid and how do you go about doing that? I, I just, right before we got on the podcast, I, I threw something out to my social media. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says uh, that uh, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning is plenty of time to do damage. <clears throat> um, and I truly feel my biggest mistake at this point was quitting my job before I got everything in motion. I, uh, I get really anxious. And you know, when I get something in my head, I have to do it. And that's kind of where I was at with my job. I was totally done. And I didn't care what happened. I just needed to be out. Um, but at this point in time in my life, looking back on everything, you know, I could have spent the time between uh, seven, six or seven p.m. when I got out of work, and you know, I don't know, one, twelve, one, two in the morning when I went to bed. Uh, rather than watching Netflix and playing Call of Duty, I could have been, um, I could have been building a business. And so, you know, that that's my biggest mistake by far was leaving that job because I was making so much money because I could have taken that money and parlayed it into so many different things. Um, you know, but you live and you learn. Um, you know, so, so when I think back on it, yeah, like absolutely. I wish I'd done it. I wish I'd stayed in my job, but you know, I wouldn't know what I know now. And, uh, I, you know, to be honest, I probably wouldn't do it any differently because I'm in a better place now. If you'd asked me six months to a year ago, I might've, might've had a different, uh, a different, uh, view on that. Yeah. Do you, do you know of any other mistakes that, that they can avoid when trying to quit their job? I, I mean, you know, it just uh, action. Um, don't don't be afraid to take action. Don't be afraid to you know reach out to people. Um, you know, uh, you know, keep going. Uh, build a community. Um, you know, there's a there's a, a a lot of different things, but it really comes down to plan and action and and actually going for it. Yeah, I think you have to surrender to yourself and your passion, obviously, and then you have to be completely persistent. You have to practice, and I'm I'm lucky enough to to have realized that I can build this kind of thing on the side. Cause I still do have a day job and mm-hmm. I wasn't as comfortable with just taking the leap because I had a mortgage and that's right. like a big kick to the stomach. And had I had thought about that, you know, four years ago when I bought my house, it could have been a different story, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, surrender to the passion, figure out what makes you happy and it'll hit you when you least expect it. You just have to go with what feels right, you know, practice, get a guide, and then visualize. I mean, keep on visualizing. And I think that if you just play the edge and, and you're persistent, you can't make, you just can't make a mistake doing it. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. I, I think it was actually you. You might have. Maybe it was last night um, that you said the only way that you fail is if you quit. Yeah. You you either win or you learn. Right. Exactly. And I love that. I thought that was so awesome because it's so true. I, I mean, I really think the only outcome is is success if you never give up. Um, and yeah, sure. You might have to change some stuff down the road. You might have to tweak it a little bit, but that's all, you know, failure is part of the game and you can't let failure, failure stop it. I hate the word failure. I hate, um, you know, the fact that, you know, that gets ingrained in us, you know, as we're growing up or as we're, as we're, you know, learning, it's just ridiculous. You know, we have to figure out what went wrong and make sure that when we're doing in the future, we use that knowledge, um, you know, and it's really empowering when you finally get to that point. It's so, so empowering, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like you think about all the stuff that you used to do, you know, sit around, play Call of Duty, watch Netflix and, and how it would peak your excitement for that short bit. But when you got done, 
you know, looking back from the next day, it's like, holy shit, you know, what did I do with all that time? I could have been doing this, but you don't ever think about that when you're not visualizing the future either and what you want to be doing. It's kind of one of those actions that plays into inside being a little bit nervous and scared of following what you actually want, even though you (laughs) have this idea of the life that you want. But everybody out there, you have to understand that when you actually start following it, it's a lot easier than you think to keep going down that path once you just start. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's a, you know putting the ball in motion. You know the universe has this way of wanting to work with you, not against you. And you know when you're excited, I mean that that's one of the biggest things for me now is you know I never got up at five o'clock in the morning ever, 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 ever. I hated it. I hated waking up. I hated the mornings. Now they're my favorite thing ever because I like getting up in the morning. I like what I'm doing. I'm excited to get to work. Um, And when you have that excitement uh, with life in general, with anything, it, it, it all seems to come together. And, you know, you, it seems like you're almost getting help making those steps forward. I know. And it's funny to hear that because I'm the, I was the exact same way, man. I just could not get up, wake up, hit snooze 10 times, take a shower and hit the road. And, and the rest of the day I'd feel pretty tired. And now, man, I just get up four thirty, five o'clock every day. So much energy, exercise, meditate, you know, read, write a little bit. And you get that foundation of things done before you have even started your regular day that you would have started in the past. Right. It's amazing. The kick in the ass that it'll give you for the rest of the day and the rest of your week and your life and just on and on. And then maybe, you know, if you get that freedom, you get to that point where you can do all these things that you love doing. You know, you'll find yourself running around outside, you know, wearing a thong, doing the funky chicken or the hokey pokey <laughs> or something, and you know, just fist pumping to your neighbors. Yep, absolutely, uh, and that's what life's about: um, finding that thing that's you and uh, and chasing it. Otherwise, otherwise, why are you here? I mean, that's 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 probably my biggest thing. You know, don't you know the biggest mistake people people you know, uh, make, uh, or could make is, you know, not realizing that we've got one shot and to make the best of it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be that person that lives their life being a scared dickhead because they're afraid to do what they truly love. And then has to look back, you know, when you're, when you're aging and you realize you don't have much time left and realize that you could have been done and had just so much more, mm-hmm. you can change that right now. And it's never absolutely. too late. It's never too late. Absolutely. You're 100% right about that. You can start right now. Yeah, and, and if it's about the comfort zone, like J- there's a book, I don't know if you've read this, called Choose Yourself by James Altucher. Um, I haven't, but I've read some of his blog, and it's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. But I, I'm pretty sure it's in this book. It might be in the four-hour work week, but he talks about one of the first things you can do is just do something different. And uh, he, he had mentioned sending emails, you know, returning emails from like five years ago, mm-hmm. just go to your inbox and find an email from like 2000, you know, 10 and, and send a reply to somebody and uh, little things like that are what got me triggered to start doing what I'm doing. And I mean, now I'm getting ready to write a blog post on this, but I'm going to go through my entire process of that first thought to, to how it's grown into this gigantic network for me and literally draw a map out of my network of how I met everybody. Cool. Yeah. And it's, it's so powerful. Just, just ask somebody and Jason does a really good job with it. He's very personal. Check out J Jason's epic quest.com. It's on my favorites list. Um, and social media, man, you're, you're bombing me. Like you, you keep me motivated to, to interact with my audience more because you're so good at it. (laughs) Yeah, I, um, 
I've, I've figured out a method and the method is definitely working. Uh, I like, I like talking to people. I mean, that's, you know, um, you know, talking shop like this, uh, you know, talking about, you know, futures and the future and dreams and, you know, building something significant is all, um, it's my favorite thing to do in the world. You know, we could say we could make this podcast probably last for eight hours if we wanted. Um, and, and I just, I love the interaction and, um, you know, I think that's helping me grow it. Um, you know, there's a lot of different tactics that I use, but on a, on a very base level, it's about, uh, the people. If we did it for eight hours, I think you could probably take a, a selfie every hour and then we could do like a time lapse of how much your beard grew <laughs> and release it with the podcast episode. Uh, yeah, we probably could. You know, I'm shooting for six months. That's my goal <laughs> is I want a six month beard and I want to see what it looks like. That's the perfect time of the year to do it. Yep, absolutely. Getting ready for the cold. So you were just talking about your your future and kind of insight on where you want to go. What, what do you think, what do you think you're looking at long-term? I know you have these different kind of business avenues that you've ventured into with your mm -hmm. web design and marketing. And I think you do some e-commerce stuff if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. E-commerce is actually where I cut my teeth with the internet. Um, that's where I started. I literally, I started wholesaling stuff and selling it. I mean, it was the easiest, you know, I was, I was in the finance industry, buy low, sell high. That's what I knew. So I really just used eBay and I started doing that. Um, it's probably one of my favorite areas of the internet. I just, it makes sense to me. Um, you know, I figure, I feel if you can understand how to drive traffic, you can drive traffic to a product and you can sell it. Right. You know, I, uh, I get e-commerce. I like it. So that's probably, my biggest, you know, next to my blog and, and, you know, trying to build a community, you know, the Epic Quest community, uh, you know, and help people out on, on that side of things. Besides that, my, my next biggest venture is my, uh, my e-commerce, which in the last, I almost, you know, I went, I've gone through ups and downs with that too. Um, you know, I'm trying to live this life of, uh, you know, kind of location independence. Um, you know, carrying physical product is very hard for that. You got to be there to, uh, you know, receive the product, list the product, ship the product. Um, you know, so I have been back and forth with it and, you know, almost kind of gave it up. But in the last, you know, month or so, I made a couple of really good connections and found some really good product and uh, am really going to focus real hard on building that into something significant. And, you know, old, my ultimate goal with that would be to, you know, have a warehouse and have, you know, someone in there, you know, receiving fulfilling products. So that's actually, that's not really, it's a web-based business because it's e-commerce, but you know, it's kind of, it's got a little traditional aspect of it as well. Um, uh, you know, but from there, uh, anything, anything niche marketing, you know, my, my whole idea of the web is this formula based around traffic and I've figured out how to drive traffic. So I am going to take that knowledge and, you know, do things like uh, affiliate marketing or info products um, or, you know, the quintessential internet marketing uh, type type of business. If, if there is a little Jason out there listening who wanted to do what you're doing with driving traffic in particular, what, mm -hmm. what do you think like the top two um, keys are to, to being able to do that successfully? Uh, uh, social media. Uh, I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk about SEO in, um, the internet, the internet sphere, the blogosphere, if you will. Um, but social media has absolutely worked best for me. 
And if you put out good content and you engage with your users, then they will listen to what you have to say or sell. Yeah, absolutely. And you can give them virtual high fives. And they'll, I mean, I got a point now where they, you know, I get emails from people and I get messages all the time. And it's, it's amazing to know that you're, you're getting out there and reaching people like that. And Mm -hmm. it really does show you that you do have something of value that, that, you know, obviously is of importance to other people. Yeah, absolutely. One of the coolest things, I mean, I, you know, some, some days it's hard. You get up and you've got a ton of emails in your inbox and you got to get to them. Um, but I am, you know, absolutely so stoked to get those emails and, and talk to people and, uh, you know, help out. It, it, it really, it, it makes me feel great that I can, you know, at least, you know, I don't necessarily know that I'm solving the world's problems or even solving their problems, but I'm helping them along. And, you know, I've traveled this path and I've been on it. It's almost three years now since I left my job. And, uh, you know, like you said, I've been in, I've had my hands in a multitude of different um, business ventures. And, uh, you know, I've got a little bit of knowledge and I, I just want to share that. And I, 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 I like doing it and it's, it's fun. It's interesting. And, you know, like I said, I like connecting. So with the connection aspect of it, how important do you think that network that you have built in the background is going to be moving forwards with with your products and with your social media development and things like that? Uh, unbelievably important. I actually was just talking with a buddy of mine um, last night, and it was interesting how he said he was talking about some travel blogger or something like that, and their friend. Okay, you know, friend. I use that term loosely. I don't know how well they knew them. Uh, came out with a new. I don't know if it was a SaaS app or a new product or info product or something like that. And this big giant blogger, you know, posted their, um, their friend's product and, you know, is it going to make him rich? No, but just that simple little jump start can help, you know? So, uh, you know, when you're talking about building business, you know, I talk, a, I talk a lot about, you know, the connection aspect of it, just, you know, you know, making a dent in the universe, but, you know, from a, you're, you're trying to make money, you know, from a business aspect of it, uh, you know, that little push start, or, you know, having somebody, um, you know, uh, vouch for you is unbelievably important. Yeah. It's so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wouldn't be anywhere near without the one person that I originally contacted and then how it's blown up until like this. And I've interviewed, you know, over 60 creative entrepreneurs all over the world. Now I have a bond with all of them mm-hmm. and, and it is so, so amazingly powerful. And the same thing happens with your blog and with, with your audience that you connect with online. And yeah. I can't stress it. Everybody, if you're an introvert, that's fine. I was too. But if you find something that you truly, truly love and, and it inspires you and it excites you, it's not going to be that difficult for you to reach out and tell somebody what you're doing because somebody will want to help you do it. I promise you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's interesting when you talk about, um, you know, other people helping push you forward. Every time we talk, you, you teach me something. Uh, I think before we got on the, uh, the podcast here, I wrote down three different things that I'm absolutely going to use. So, you know, that's one of the awesome aspects too, is, is simply learning. Oh, likewise, man. And I've actually was just before we got on here on my last call, I was multitasking. So I was starting a post, but I'm going to start releasing sort of like you do with your uh, epic places around the internet links. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start just releasing five albums that I'm listening to right now uh, throughout each week because I'm huge into music. Mm-hmm. And I just, 
whether anybody wants to listen to the music or not, it's something that I think fits into my audience because there are a lot of musicians right? and, and it's, and it's an easy post to make mm-hmm. and it flows right out. And, and I've really contemplated the way that I had been thinking about writing posts. I'd be like, well, I shouldn't write on that topic. I shouldn't write on that topic, but you've kind of taught me to write about what I'm actually thinking in my head and feeling like myself personally, because that's what other people are going through as well. And that's what they want to hear. And so I'm, I'm starting to do that too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's about, it's about building, you know, if you're building your own brand, you are you and yeah, you can, you can start another company and build, build a net, you know, a, a brand around that. Um, but with, when I'm trying to connect with the community on a deep level, um, you know, I, you know, you build a, you build a tribe, around who you are um, and you build, you know, you find like-minded people who are interested in doing the same things. Yeah. That, uh, I don't know. That's a, that, that to me seems like a big part of, of the, the connection is being yourself. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how many people are into rollerblading or roller skating or pogo sticking around the United States in, you know, banana hammocks or man thongs or Borat outfits, but, uh, jump on board. If you just be yourself, you'll find somebody else who's willing to do it. <laughs> the internet is so big. You might find somebody <laughs> who's willing to jump around on a pogo stick and a thong with you. <laughs> you could, you could, uh, you could create a business out of it. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure. Honestly, they would be a good challenge to do, but there's a pretty good chance that you could, uh, you could make some money doing it. I, and one of the, one of the topics on that, that Epic links that I do is the weirdest place on the internet that I found. And I just think it's hilarious that some of the ways that people make money, um, and that's, that's what I try and do there. I try and find something absolutely ridiculous, someone who's for all intents and purposes crushing it. And, uh, and it's the weirdest, craziest niche. I think it's really cool. <laughs> I know that it's very inspirational too. When you see this, like how small a niche can get and how popular it can be because it's the only one out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Well, if you could spend a little bit of time creating something with anybody from the past or present, Jason, who do you think it would be and what would you create? Mm, that's interesting. I think, um, you know, right when you said that, the person on the top of my mind is Will Smith. Um, and I nice. like him so much because he views the universe the same way I do. It's like water. You can swim through it. You just have to pick a direction and go with it. Um, you know, so if I'm going to create something, I'm going to create something with him. And because he's so big in the movie industry, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to try and make myself famous. Let's do a flick. Will. I love that quote, man. It's like, it's like water. You can swim through it. You just have to pick a direction and and go with it. I think I'm going to have to put that in the show notes. (laughs) Right on. Awesome. I guess life is like water, man. I might put that up on the wall next to my other two favorite quotes up there. It, it, it really is. It, it's so cool when, I mean, it's, this would get a little existential, but I, I also love talk, talking about this topic that, you know, I feel you can choose what, I mean, you make a choice, you decide what you become um, and you decide what you get out of life. And the only reason things aren't going the way that you want them is because you are not deciding how you want it. And, uh, and that, that's really a, a powerful um, underlying theme of my life. I'm literally making a decision and I'm going to do it. That's it. That's all. Yeah. And there's a difference between thinking about what you want and actually believing that you can do it. And you have, you can be 99% in on thinking that you're going to achieve something, but that 1% is going to kill you. You have to be 100% in on believing that you're going to achieve it and you will. I promise that, you. 
Absolutely. That's when the light switch flicks. That's when things start to change. When you, you know, you can know the process, you can read about it day in and day out and know that it's there. Um, But the minute you actually believe that it's true is when things start to change. And uh, there, you know, there isn't a person in the world, there isn't a thing in my mind, there isn't a failure or a situation or anything that could change the fact that I truly, truly, uh, on the deepest level, the bottom of my heart, believe that if you make a choice to be and do something, you absolutely can do it. Believe that, man. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) All right. So if you had to battle Godzilla, how would you use your creativity or talents or epic travel quest ventures to defeat that big, crazy bastard? Oh, Godzilla. That's a tough one. Uh, I'm probably going to get on my mountain bike and I'm going to ride circles around him. Uh, I'm pretty quick on that thing. And so, you know, when you've got kind of the big... Um, lumbering thing in the middle of the room and you've got the quick little thing that's running circles and you tire him out. That's going to be my, that's going to be my game with them. I'm going to tire him out. And uh, as soon as he is uh, a little bit lethargic, I'm going to take him down. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, man. Using those worldly skills, mountain biking, awesome stuff uh, to dominate. So yeah. Yep, Amazing. So it, where, where can our, our listeners get in contact with you on the internet. I know we mentioned Jason's epic quest.com, which will be on the show notes on artsynow.com forward slash Jason Berwick. But uh, where else can they get a hold of you, man? Uh, I'm pretty active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, everything's at Jason's epic quest. Uh, if you want to drop me an email, Jason at Jason's epic quest is where you can reach me. I will answer. Takes me a little bit to get to him sometimes, but I absolutely answer them all. Um, and yeah, other than that, head to my website, jasonsepicquest.com. And I'll post a link to his cell phone as well. So you guys can exchange beard selfies. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any closing advice that you'd like to give our listeners? Um, I mean, just exactly what we talked about before. Pick, pick, you know, decide what you want to do and do it. Uh, life's, life's really too short to not do it. If you're unhappy, you know, we talked about it earlier, you know, you got to make a change. Uh, and one of the, one of the quickest and easiest way to start getting on the path that you want to, uh, is to make a change. Um, I'm not, I don't consider myself the smartest guy in the world. And, uh, certainly if I can do it, I know that other people out there can too. You just really got to want it. Um, and you got to do a bunch of stuff so that you can figure out what you want. I feel like I should be playing Tupac changes right now as we fade out of the the show. Can you pull it up real quick? <laughs> Probably, but I don't know if the uh, it, it's channeled to Skype, so I don't think it would work out perfectly. Yeah. But do you do you have any favorite uh, you know influencers? Are you reading any good books right now that you could mention, or any good music that you're listening to for the creative um, little boys and girls out there? You know, I, I usually I've got these headphones on right now, and I usually pump some sort of um, concentration music through it. Um, but as far as people to read, um, people to pay attention to, um, I definitely, uh, I'm reading a book right now called science of mind by Ernest Holmes. And it's, um, it, it, it's kind of like, I know it touches a lot on religion and I'm not, you know, I'm not advocating religion by, by any means. You know, I think that if you want to, if you want to be religious, that's your, your prerogative, but the way that he, uh, frames it 
in the universal type stuff that we were talking about and how that your mind can really decide and bring anything into your life that you want. That's what gets me about this book. Um, and it's pretty powerful. So if you're interested in that sort of kind of existential thing, that's really good. Um, and, you know, sometimes when I'm looking for a way to, you know, kind of jumpstart myself and think, okay, so we got to start thinking positive. We got to start thinking right. We got to write down our goals and stuff like that. I open it up and I read a little bit. It gets me going. Awesome, man. I'm going to check that out. Who was the author on that again? Ernest Holmes. Ernest Holmes. Okay. I'll post that in the show notes as well. Science cool. of mind. Cool, man. Well, it's been awesome, dude. Everybody out there, uh, do something insane. Obviously, you know the drill. Uh, do a little boogie. Do a little shout. Go run around naked. Give your neighbor a high five. Uh, grow a beard out and take some nude selfies and send them to everybody you know. Do, do, do something. <laughs> it works. <laughs> do something that's going to spark the interest of others to join you on this epic quest that we call life and make sure that you enjoy it and love it every step of the way. And Jason, man, Dude, thank you so much for being the Archerpreneur now. And always remember to keep it funky, dude. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Heath. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Archerpreneur now. For all the show notes, it's artsynow.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, email me at create at artsynow.com or on Twitter at HB underscore Armstrong. The music? Well, that's shaky feeling. Check them out. Ventura, California. Ta-ta! Keep it funky.